Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Nehmeduhu ve nesta'inuhu ve nestağfiruhu ve nu'minu bihi ve netevekkelu aleyh. Ve na'udhu billahi min şururi enfusina ve min seyyiyati amalina. Men yehdihillahu fela mudilla leh. Ve men yudlil felen tecide lehu veliyen murşida. Ve eşhedü en la ilahe illallah vahtehu la şerike leh. Ve eşhedü enne Muhammeden abduhu ve resuluhu emma ba'd. Allahümme Rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke entel rahmanul rahim. Allahümme Rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke entel gafuul kerim. Allahümme Rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke tuafis selimi ve teşfis sakim. Allahümme Rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke ente rabbul arşil azim. Neşhedü en la ilahe illa ent el rabbul vahidul azizul hakim. Ve neşhedü enne Muhammeden sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem عبده ورسوله هبة عظيمة من لدن جواد الرحيم فإن أطلق الحديث كتاب الله عز وجل وخير الهجي هجي رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا يقول الله عز وجل بعدا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ومن يهاجر في سبيل الله يجد في الأرض مراغما كثيرا وسعة ومن يخرج من بيته مهاجرا إلى الله ورسوله ثم يدركه الموت فقد وقع أجره على الله وكان الله غفور رحيم وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم المسلم من سلم المسلمون من لسانه ويده والمهاجر من هجر ما نهى الله عنه أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whose grace is continuously received all praise is due to Allah Azza wa Jal, of whom true praise cannot possibly be achieved. The one whose light leaves all distress relieved. The one whose comfort renders grief bereaved. The one whose love leaves us eternally reprieved. And all peace and blessings upon the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, upon whom be peace, in whom we have always believed, whose example allows true guidance received. Uh, Happy New Year to you and your families. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah bless this new year. It is the year 1445 in the Islamic era. For 1445 years ago, our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left his hometown for the sake of Allah under the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to go from Mecca to Medina. And when we started an Islamic calendar, Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu, may Allah be pleased with him, said the best time to pick was the date of the hijrah. And that happened... 1445 years ago, uh, this time, 10 days ago. And hijrah is migration. I am a child of an immigrant, right? Many of us are children of immigrants. Migration is typically, now migrants are in the news, the southern border and the migration crisis, and migration all over the world, and there are migrants who lose their lives trying to flee their homes traveling to various other countries, many of them, many of them Muslim, by the way, may Allah Azza wa have mercy on their souls. So we think about migration, hijrah as physical, moving from one place to another. And just so we can get an understanding of how big a deal now people move from town to town, you move, you move from city to city because of a job, right? That's normal, right? Back then, migration was a humongous deal. Like when, we, when, the big, when the first group of Muslims left Mecca to go to Habasha, to go to Abyssinia, it's a humongous deal. 
You're leaving everything behind. You're leaving your family. You're leaving most of your possessions. Now we have, you know, moving trucks and companies that'll come pick everything you want and take you with you to your next place. And if you don't have enough room in your next place or you're looking for a place, you can put it in storage. There's no such thing back then. You take what you can and you leave everything behind. And you go to a completely strange land with complete strangers. There were no visas. If you're not a member of that tribe, you don't have a visa to enter. It's so, to, so the sacrifice of those early Muslims to go from Mecca to Habasha to Mecca to Abyssinia was a big deal. In leaving, the, in leaving Mecca, the Prophet ﷺ, it was a command by Allah and he said as he's leaving, he turned to Mecca and he said, if it wasn't for the fact that your people expelled me, I would not have left. Now it was the command of Allah and still, he, it, it wasn't like he made the choice. Allah made the choice for him and his people's persecution made it inevitable that he had to leave Mecca and go to Medina. So just so we can understand what migration meant back then, how big of a deal that was. And of course, the, the hijrah, the migration from Mecca to Medina was history changing. Truly, truly, history changes. The course of human history changed dramatically with the migration of the Prophet Muhammad from Mecca to Medina. I mean, you cannot, that cannot be disputed. The course of human history changed. And everything that we've been going through was a consequence of that day, 1445 years ago. And there's another aspect of migration that I want to talk about. And in, in, the, in Surah An-Nisa, verse 400, that's what, what, that's what I quoted. Allah subhanahu wa says, وَمَنْ يُهَاجِرْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ يَجِدْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُرَاغَمًا كَثِيرًا وَسَعَةً Whoever migrates and uh, in the path of God and His Messenger, will find many open spaces and abundance. Because there were people, like I said, naturally hesitant to leave Mecca and go to Medina. So Allah is encouraging the brothers and sisters here, uh, the, 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 the companions, that whoever leaves his home for the sake of God and His Messenger, will find many an open space and life abundant. And when the, and when the many of the Meccans, when they went to Medina, they got sick. And Bilal radiallahu anhu was, well, he was so sick in the throes of his illness, he was singing poetry, missing Mecca, missing home. Missing home. He was homesick. That's natural. It's normal. Right? Normal. Normal. But Allah is encouraging them. وَمَنْ يَخْرُجْ مِنْ بَيْتِهِ مُهَاجِرًا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ ثُمَّ يُدْرِكُ الْمَوْتِ And again, travel back then is not like travel now. Yeah, travel is difficult now and you can be stuck in the airport. I was just traveling and there was a big the storm that came through on Wednesday. I believe it was Wednesday. We were stuck on the, on, the, on the tarmac and we had to turn back to the gate and get off the plane. I mean, travel now has its own difficulty, but not like back. Come on. Not like then. People are liable to get killed by highway robbers or die, or their camel will get lost, and now they're stuck in the desert. There's no GPS, no telephone, no roadside assistance. So there's definitely hesitation. So Allah encouraged them. And whoever dies on the way, فَقَدْ وَقَعَ أَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ His reward, will, or, her, or her reward, is on God. And if God is giving you your reward, the one who has the heavens and the earth, 
لَهُ مُلْكُ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ The dominion of the heavens and the earth. What better than that? Fasting. Everyone knows fasting is difficult for me, who, people who know me. When Allah says, فَإِنَّ الصَّوْمُ لِي وَأَنَا أَجْزِي بِهِ That fasting is for me and me alone. And I will give you the reward for it. Like, wow. When Allah Himself will give you the reward of fasting, it's different than someone else, right? And still, I want to, there's a, myth, a, a, a little different way of talking about migration, is what the Prophet also wanted to open up our eyes about what migration can truly mean. Al Muslimu, the hadith, Al Muslimu, man salim al Muslimu, the Muslim is the one from whom other Muslims are safe from his or her hands and his or her tongue. Now stop there and think about it. It's popularly translated as the, the Muslim is one who is other Muslims are safe from his hands and his tongue, meaning they, that other Muslims are safe from his attacking them or speaking bad about them. Let's change the prism a little bit. The Muslim is also the one from whom the other Muslims, their reputation is safe because of the conduct of that Muslim's hands and tongue. Because if you're the only Muslim, some, or me, if I'm the only Muslim someone interacts with, and I treat that person bad, you know what they're liable to say? Yeah, man, all Muslims are crooks. That's the human, that's human nature. If you're the only, you're, the, you're, a, you're, a, you're a business, you're a cabbie, your name is Muhammad. You can't hide the fact that you're that you're Muslim, or you ha or or you wear hijab, and there and you cheat that person. You know what? Someone who's never known anything about Islam or Deen, it's natural, bro. They're gonna and sisters are gonna say to you, "Yeah, man, Muslims are all crooks." And Muslimu man salim al min The Muslim is the one who other Muslims are safe. Their reputation is secure. Because this person treats others well and doesn't ill bad. I love that one too. Because it's like, because you can think about, well, as long as I don't hit other Muslims, I can do whatever I want to non-Muslims. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We are good to everybody. We, 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 I want salvation for everybody. Most people came to the Messenger of Allah. Many, most, many if not most, Came to Islam how? By the conduct of the Messenger. You are indeed possessive of true high character. Here's his character who's just like, oh my God, nobody's like this. Why? Because of the deen. And they accept Islam by the, how they interacted with the Messenger. Al Muslimu man salim al Muslimu wa yadeh. I like that better. That every interaction I should have with somebody else should be one of goodness so that my community doesn't suffer a bad reputation because of what I do. And like it or not, bro, and sisters, like it or not, if I'm the only Muslim someone interacts with, that's going to be bad on them. Like it or not. I mean, there was a Muslim, I think his name was Amr ibn Fuhira, radiallahu anhu. He... He was killed. Like they captured him. And they said, they, they threw, I mean, they threw a spear. And you know what he said? He says, Fustu wa Rabbil Kaaba. 
I, by the Lord of the Kaaba, I have won. Being killed. And his murderer was very perplexed. Very strange. Very, what do you mean? That I have, by the, by the Lord of the Kaaba, I've won. Because he won because he became a martyr. He didn't understand that. And he started asking around, what, why did he say that? And they explained it, and he became, the murderer became Muslim. Just by that. And we don't know, okay? It's not a numbers game. Guys, it's not a numbers game. Well, I know, I have, it's not like, you know, sales leads. No, no. You don't know that the, the interaction I may have with, with one person, that one time, may plant the seed of Iman. And then later, years later, that person might accept Islam. And God, God, knows everything. He keeps perfect record. On the day of judgment, inshallah, I became Muslim because Brother Ahmed that day treated me with kindness. <laughs> you never know. Nu'aym ibn Mas'ud, anhu, who single-handedly by the grace of Allah ended the alliance between Bani Quraidah and the Mushrikeen, single-handedly, became Muslim years later because of an interaction he had earlier. And at that moment, during the lowest, hardest time of the believers during the battle of, of the trench, he became Muslim. <laughs> I mean, his Islamism is, is a miracle in, in, in and of itself. And he single-handedly destroyed the Ahzab by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <laughs> right? So we don't know the interaction. And so we, should, we have to, myself included, and myself primarily, we have to make sure that every interaction with somebody, within our families, within, our, within the Muslim community, within our neighbors, everyone is a good interaction. We have to do the best we can. And myself, number one and primary, first and foremost. Here's the other part of that hadith, and the other thing about migration I want to talk about. There is not only physical migration, my sisters and brothers, but there is spiritual migration. And none of us here will ever be able to be among those who sacrificed everything to, mi to migrate from Mecca to Medina. And you know, they left most of their possessions behind when they went from Mecca to Medina. And not only that, the Meccans took it all, stole it all, and sold it in their caravan. And that reason is what led to the Battle of Badr. Because the Muslims were like, that's our stuff. And we're, we're going to go get back our stuff. It wasn't because they want now, now that they're safe in Mecca, they want to, they want to kill them in the Mecca. No, 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 no. No, they, they did that because they stole their things up again. There aren't any moving trucks. You can only take what you want on your camel or two. They left everything else behind, including the Prophet's house. They stole it all to sell it. And that's what led to the Battle of Badr. So... We're never going to be among those people. That's just the way it is. But I can, we can, migrate every day spiritually. And that's the Prophet said that. The Prophet's wisdom. muhajir man hajara The muhajir, the one who might, the migrant, is the one who abandons what Allah forbids. That we can do every day. We can migrate from the, and you know what, Muhammad Asad, rahimahullah, 
a very prominent Muslim thinker in the early 20th century, he translated in that manner. Whoever forsakes the domain of evil, whoever forsakes the domain of evil, and then he and then going to the Arabic, meaning whoever forsakes the domain of evil will find many a lonely road and life abundant. Now, where he came from that translation is because muragaman ragam comes from dust. And when you say in Arabic, meaning against his will, it's putting dust on someone's nose, like you're putting someone's head down in the ground. So when I say in Arabic, against my will, I was forced to do this. Literally, I'm saying there's dust on my nose. Muragam and Kathira, he, oh, he translated as many a lonely road. And that's true. When we forsake our sin to the path of righteousness, sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes it's lonely. When you're the only one that, 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 that doesn't do sin and everyone else around you is doing sin, yeah, it's lonely, especially youth. It was lonely in my time. When I was a kid growing up, you're the, you don't date, you don't drink, you don't drink, what? That's always with me. It's a hundred times worse now. May Allah give our youth strength. It's weird. Strange. How come? I know, you know what, you know what someone told me? A colleague, you don't drink? I go, no, I don't drink. Alhamdulillah. He says, because I know a lot of Muslims who, and I said, Thank God I'm not one of them. Okay? So it's lonely sometimes. You're the only one. It's, it's, it, to, to migrate from sin, from, from what Allah doesn't want, to what Allah wants, sometimes is lonely. But then Allah also says, and life abundant. Why? Because Allah Azza wa will be there at the end. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be at the end of that path with open arms. He, and you ask him, he'll take you by the hand, Azzawajal, and help you along that way. We can do that every single day. Every single day we can make the choice to make hijrah from haram to halal. From wrong to right. From sin to righteousness. That was, is available to every single person every single day. And guess what? It, inshallah, it's just as rewarding. Because to, now, it's very difficult. You know what, guys and, 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 and sisters, brothers and sisters, it's like the things that we've been saying for 14 centuries, longer, almost 1,500 years, now people are coming to. So let me, let me give you an example. Overseas, you have, in Muslim countries, you have all-inclusives that serve alcohol. Okay? And they, they, they're telling people who are Muslim, so, you, you know, can I have a pina colada? They're like, uh, without alcohol? Yeah, without alcohol. We have to make sure. What do you mean you have to make sure? You have to make sure because there are tons of Muslims that drink. So you have to make sure. <laughs> what? This is happening in the Muslim world. Here, in the West, sober curious is the, is the biggest wave to the point that the, the finance people are paying attention. And the non-alcoholics, there's a thing. They're opening up non-alcoholic bars. 
There's a whole store in New York called Boisson that all they sell is non-alcoholic spirits. They ship countrywide. Wine and, and, and beer and cocktails. And they're just constantly non-alcoholic because of the sober curious, because it's healthy. And Gen Z is all about health and wellness. They're coming to us. And we're going to them. We're drinking in droves. Because it's cool. Because of the, you know, it's cool. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, Islam says don't drink. But, you know, as back in the day with the Bedouins, you were modern. I know better. A little bit. No big deal. Well, they're coming to us. Intermittent fasting. What's that all about? Wasn't that called Siam? Mindfulness. Mindfulness. All about mindfulness. Every day we have mindfulness. Mindfulness. We have five times a day we have mindfulness. Not only mindfulness, we have entrance into the divine presence. We enter into the divine presence. Five, minimum five times a day. Entering into the divine presence. Standing before the creator of the heavens and the earth. What better mindfulness than that? They're coming to us. And we're running away over there. Come on. The migrant, the person who makes migration, is migrating from the domain of evil to the, the domain of righteousness. And it can be difficult. No doubt about it. But when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he'll, he'll give you sa'a. Life abundant. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم كل ذنب عظيم. توبوا إلى الله إن الله يحب التوابين ويحب المتطهرين واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all peace and blessings upon the Messenger. Be upon whom be peace. And Mabad as to what follows. It can be lonely. Being the only one that stays with Allah can be lonely. That's what the Prophet said. There will come a time when holding on to your religion is like holding on to a hot coal. I think we're in that time now. Strange. You know what the Prophet also said? Bada al Islam gariba. Islam began strange. Wasayaudu gariba. And it will become strange once again. Think about that. That means one time Islam won't be strange. And it wasn't. You know that the kids of the kings of Europe studied in the Muslim world. They were nervous in Europe in the, during medieval times. The kids are dressing like the Arabs. Because dressing like the Arabs was cool back then. So the kids, you know, the TikTokers all wore Arab stuff back then. And they all wanted to imitate the Arabs. That's like hilarious now, like it's hysterical. Nobody wants to imitate the Arabs and the Muslims now. Everyone wants to step on our necks now. There was a time where they imitated the Arabs that speaking Arabic in France, France, Parle Arab in France was a status symbol. He speaks, he speaks Arabic. 
Now you speak Arabic, you're liable to be uh, stopped in security. Happened to me. And it will become strange once again. Where we are now. What did he say? Fatuba Glad tidings to the strangers. What does the Quran say? Those who are first in the dunya will be first in the akhirah. These are the ones who are nearest to us, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? A lot of the, of the early people. And a small amount of the last, us. So yeah, in the West, we're a minority. We're a racial minority, an ethnic minority, a religious minority. And you know what? Those of us who try to stay true to the word are a religious, are a religious minority, spiritual minority. And it's a struggle. The human condition is full of hypocrisy. There's no doubt about it. There's one day where I'm, I feel great, and another day I feel like dirt. It's natural, it's normal. The Sahaba themselves said that, that, that I feel like I'm a hypocrite. Hamzallah, he, he told Abu Bakr, I feel like I'm a hypocrite. Why? Because when we're with the messenger, we're like super flying high on, on Iman, and then we go home to our families and our wives and our kids, and we just, we just forget. And, and Abu Bakr said, you know, I feel that way too. So they went to the messenger, Sassim, he said, if you guys were like with me all the time, the angels would come and shake your hands in the street. But there's a time and a time. Do the best you can. The human condition is full of hypocrisy. We do our best and then we fall, we, we, we succumb to our own weaknesses and we, and we fall. My job for me and my, what I want for everybody is our fall not to be like cliff fall, right? Because there are sins, right? And sins, okay? There are mistakes and mistakes. Our job is to stay away from the sins. And Allah will take care of the sins. Stay away from the mistakes. And Allah will take care of the mistakes. He says in the Quran, Alladina, Alladina, uh, uh, in Surah Yasin, he said, Alladina yajtanibuna kabairan ismi wal fawahish illa lamam. Inna rabbaka wasi wal makhtara. Those who stay away from the kabairan ism, the big sins and the fawahis, the abomination, zina and alcohol and mistreating our parents and murder and all these things. Illa lemon, except the small step. Inna Allah wasi'a God is wide in, mer in, 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 in mercy and forgiveness. Stay away from the sins. Allah will take care of the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Do the best we can, but we're, we're going to fall. It's inevitable. My job, my, my, what I want for everybody is that we stay away from the, we don't fall into a, a huge valley. But even if we do, even if we do, my sisters and my brothers, we, you are not defined by your sin. That's what shaitan wants you to think. Shaitan wants you to think, oh, 
You're a sinner. You're a whatever it is. Noun, proper noun. You are not. You are not defined by your sin. None of us is. Every day we have a chance to migrate from haram to halal. We cannot let shaitan convince us that we are defined by our sin. Nothing we do is bigger than the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to and I have to internalize that fact. Otherwise you don't give Allah his due. Nothing we do is bigger than God's mercy. Nothing. Zero. Omar ibn Khattab, I talked about the one who started the Islamic calendar. The day he converted was what? He had a sword around his neck to kill the messenger. And that day he became Muslim and became one of the greatest, if not the greatest statesman human history has ever seen. Nothing is bigger than God's mercy. Don't ever think for a moment, not even a millisecond, that what we've done is bigger than the mercy of Allah. Just reach out, take, take one step. And the beauty is, my sisters and my brothers, the beauty is, God meets us more than halfway. In the Hadith Qudsi, when you take one step to me, I take two steps to you. When you come to me with an arm's length, I come to you with a fathom. When you come to me walking, I come to you running. You don't have, God meets us more than halfway. We just have to do, we just have to start. Start the step. And you will find muragam and kathira. Many open spaces. Wasa'an, life abundant. Because there is no life like the life in God's grace and mercy. There is no light like the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no grace like the grace of God. There is no beauty like the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I ask Allah azza wa jal to give us the strength to make the migration from haram to halal every single day. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not allow us to be deceived by shaitan to think that we are defined by our sins. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the strength to rise above our weaknesses as human beings, to be the best believers possible, the best sons possible, the best daughters possible, the best sisters possible, the best brothers possible, the best neighbors possible, the best bosses possible, the best co-workers possible, the best business owners possible, the best community members possible, the best citizens possible, the best in everything that we do so that they see the light of Iman coming from us. Ya Allah, make us among those when we are seen. You, glorious one, is, re- is always remembered. Rabbina atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qima adab al-nar. Rabbana la tuzik qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hab lana min ladunka rahma innaka anta al-wahab. Allahumma aghfur lana dhunubana wa kafir anna sayyatana wa tawafana ma'al abrar. Wa ajirna min al-nar ya azizu ya ghaffar. وادخلنا الفردوس الأعلى واحشرنا مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن ولائق رفيقة عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء ذو القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروه يزدكم واستغفروه يغفر لكم